Hey guys, welcome back to Handling It. I'm your host, Catherine, and as you know, I thought I had my life all figured out, and then I realized I actually didn't, but I'm handling it. And one of the best ways I've learned how to do that is to talk with others about how they're handling their own lives. So I think we can all agree that social media platforms have grown increasingly more popular during the pandemic. And the video sharing app TikTok became one of the leading forms of entertainment as we were all in quarantine. So many individuals have made careers out of posting and curating content online, and today, social media influencer and TikToker Donna Hassan will be joining us to share how she made social media her profession. At 24 years old, Donna has accumulated over 2 million followers across Instagram and TikTok. She specializes in creating beauty, lifestyle, and cooking videos, and has partnered with brands like Revlon, Essie, and Olay. A few weeks ago, I chatted with Donna on how she started creating content on social media and what made her decide she wanted to make it a career. I think you'll really enjoy hearing Donna's story, so you know what to do. Turn up the volume, get comfortable, and I hope you enjoy. So Donna Hassan, you're a content creator across platforms like Instagram and TikTok. Uh, thank you so much for coming on to chat all about it. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to share my journey. <laughs> of course. So you're actually, where are you located right now? We were chatting about it beforehand. Uh, if you want to share with everyone, um, what's your location? Totally. So I'm currently on Long Island, but moving into New York City very soon in a few weeks. I am so excited. Just in time for summer, it feels like everyone is getting vaccinated. So things are starting to pick up and I am excited. Hopefully COVID is almost behind us. I know. I I heard on the news today, actually, they were talking about masks. We might not have to wear them outside anymore because it's showing it's not as uh, transmissible outside. So we'll see. But um, yeah, I hope that, you know, as the vaccines continue to roll out, we'll get into a a much better place. Totally. But yeah, so you're based in New York and you originally actually moved here from Israel. Yes. When you were 13, right? Yep. I was super, super young. I actually didn't know any English, like really? at all. Yeah, I, so you study English in Israel, just like, I feel like here Spanish and Italian is super common. Sure. Um, so English is mandatory in Israel. And I actually was really bad at it. Like I just wouldn't click in my mind. Like it just wasn't working. And when my parents told me we're moving, Obviously, I was so sad. But at the same time, I was like, wait a second, I'm going to learn English, which is like, amazing and incredible. And so that was kind of a sweet end to things. But it's crazy to think about it. Now I'm like speaking and I'm like, uh, how am I doing this? I know. I Well, when I was in high school and even college, I, you know, I had to learn Spanish and I'm still not even yeah. <laughs> close to being it's a fluent hard. It's very hard hard unless you're actually hearing it 24 seven. It's really hard, you know, like you really need to be exposed to the language, the culture. I feel like otherwise it's hard from textbook to really bring it to life, you know? Right. 
And so when you came to the States and you did school over here, you studied fashion, I believe. Yes. And was, I guess, social media, I mean, anything, what you're doing now with content creation, was any of that in your plan? Not at all, kind of, but at the same time, yes. So I always knew that my career is not going to be normal. I don't know. I just never saw myself doing a normal nine to five Mm -hmm. because I've interned and just realized that instead of getting the work done, I'm just getting to get water every two seconds because I just can't sit straight. And I actually started my Instagram while I was in college. It was very small. I felt like no one really cared except for my friends. And I kept going. I kept on trying And I remember, obviously, like everything, when you put hard work into it and you really try, you know, like I would reach out to everyone and obviously not take no as an answer. And things started to happen. It was kind of crazy how it really started rolling. But I remember just reaching out to like showrooms in New York City and, you know, doing everything for free, hustling, saying yes to every opportunity. I remember even coming from school all the time. Um, but never thought I would be doing this full time. Like, that's just, it's really crazy to me, honestly, but I love it. Very grateful. (laughs) Well, and that's the thing I think with social media in general, um, with so many just different influencers and brands, um, in itself, how brands are able to advertise their products. I think anymore with social media accounts, it's like, make of it what you will. Right. Um, you know, if you want to go long distance and, you know, use it to, to do your job uh, on the daily and make it a full-time career, you can do that. And it's really amazing. And I mean, as of this morning, when I checked, you've accumulated over 2.2 million followers on TikTok, where you share <laughs> baking recipes and uh, beauty tips with skincare, makeup, all of that. Now I have a confession to make. I actually don't have a TikTok account. No way. No, I've talked about it on here before. It's just one of those things where I watch enough from Instagram. And I think what's happened is for me, at least I feel like I'm on Instagram an unhealthy amount of, like I spend too much time on Instagram. So I know. Yeah. (laughs) So I know if I bring TikTok into the, you know, into the mix, it's just going to be a lot of my time is spent on there, but I find it, you know, as everyone does, I find it super entertaining, super fascinating. Mm -hmm. So, and TikTok's obviously a recent app. You're definitely the first TikToker I've had on the podcast. Um, (laughs) It's really exciting. And I think it's interesting because it is so new and there's really no rules. How did you get, I guess, invested in the app and sort of, you know, creating content on there? Yeah. Well, I started by getting everyone make fun of me because it was the little kids app. You know, I think only just now it's starting to really break out of that, I guess, stereotype. Mm -hmm. Um, But I started, so basically I always complained when I was on Instagram that I missed the train. Like I always said, oh, like I missed the train. I wish when Instagram just launched, I was doing what I'm doing now. Because the older you get, the more knowledge you have and the more you know how to kind of take things into, you know, the next level. And so I, when TikTok was a thing, my little brother actually was telling me about it. He's 13 years old and we all know that the younger kids just know what's up. And I listened 
and basically explored. And I guess because I joined super early, the growth was kind of easy, but I also was very consistent. I would post five times a day, every single day. So my whole life was basically creating content. And this was before COVID. I joined July, 2019. So I had a life and I was creating content, which was kind of really hard, but also so rewarding to see myself really grow like that. Um, And yeah, I kind of just jumped into it, explored. I actually remember posting one food video. I Food was always my hobby, you know? It was never something I thought I would be sharing on camera. And I just made a mac and cheese video from scratch and posted it on TikTok. And back then I wasn't really checking my TikTok often. So I just let it go for like three days. Then I opened the app and the video was going so viral. I was getting all these followers. I just couldn't even process what was happening. Mm -hmm. And so I just continued, you know, I was playing around with it, seeing what happens and clearly it's working. (laughs) Right. Well, I think that's the really incredible thing too, with both Instagram now that there's the Instagram reels and the uh, IGTV videos and all of that. Mm -hmm. And the thing with TikTok is you get to literally see how fast and rapid these videos spread. And I mean, then like, I'll go on Twitter and I'll I'll see a hashtag and I'm like, I don't understand the hashtag. And it's because it's like a TikTok or it's, you know, it's wild um, how I guess predominant it's become in terms of, you know, what's relevant in today's society. So I think with that said, do you feel, I guess, a pressure maybe as, you know, the one creating this content, do you feel a pressure, like you said, five times a day you're posting to um, keep up and, and to stay relevant by posting all that content? Do you feel a pressure within that? Yeah, so that was definitely something and still something that I struggle with because you kind of feel the pressure to post in general, you know, whether it's like, once a day, which would be great, or more, which would be even better. And the transition for me, actually, from going to from posting five times a day to now where I post, I would say one to three a day I try or sometimes four. Um, It's crazy. I mean, you're people are just expecting you to post all the time. And it is my job at the end of the day. So I see this as if I'm not posting all the time, am I going to grow? You know, like that's kind of the question that constantly pops in my head. And that's really where the pressure is coming from. Obviously, I am my own boss, so I decide what I'm going to do. But at the same time, I do want to grow as much as I can, you know? Mm -hmm. Well, I think that's really interesting. And, you know, we had um, YouTuber Michelle Carre on a couple uh, couple weeks ago, a couple months ago, time's flying by. (laughs) And we were talking about this same theme on there with uh, content creators and how maybe negativity that I've seen just as someone who, you know, goes on YouTube, sees comments, goes on Twitter, sees comments with these TikTokers, content creators like yourself, where people say, oh, like, you know, they're not real professions, Mm -hmm. but you're someone who does this full time. So I guess from your point of view, what are some misconceptions that people have about what you do on a day-to-day basis? Well, first of all, they think I'm a chef. (laughs) I am no chef. I do this as pure hobby. I'm learning every single day, which is actually really nice because there are so many actual chefs on TikTok. So it's nice to, you know, go to the for you and really see what they do and get inspiration. 
um I just do my thing and I think people really just like assume you're everything kind of thing Mm -hmm. which is it's a really nice compliment you know because we are really building that brand that we want people to think we are doing everything which we are because it's a one-person show and then you add on your team which is so amazing but you have to start somewhere so I think people really assume that it's easy and that anyone can do it which it is anyone can do it but it's not easy you know and it's a lot of dedication and like Working for yourself in general is not easy. You have to, you know, get yourself to wake up in the morning at a certain time, get work done. Like, it's not, I think it's not as, like, amazing when people think, because social media does make everything look amazing, perfect. Like, they don't see how many dishes I'm doing. Like, (laughs) you know what I mean? It gets messy, but, I mean, for me, because I love it so much, everything is fun. So it's like, okay, great. Like now I have to file my taxes, you know, like it's like things that people don't think about when you work for corporate things just like happen for you, which is amazing. You know, like these are the things that I'm like, Oh, that would be so nice. Um, but there's pros and cons to everything. So I feel like that kind of is like the biggest assumption that it's easy. And that's why I was so excited to have you on because with this being such a new field, especially with TikTok, with it being so new and now with Instagram as these reels, then there's so much more creation going into Instagram now as before it was just like post a photo. Right. Um, There's so much more to do and so much more to create. And I think because it's so new, there are a lot of misconceptions and people don't necessarily understand it. And you know, maybe I guess people have the idea that like, oh, someone just posts a video in their free time and like right. it goes viral. But like I said, you're someone who does this for, you know, your day-to-day job and right. this is your full-time yeah. career. So um, I guess for anyone else who may not know, what all else goes into, um, I guess, your daily tasks? Because you do, uh, you have sponsors, you do, you work with brands. Um, what all goes into that? Yeah. Oh my God. So much. So first of all, waking up in the morning, I think is probably the hardest thing to do because you have to wake up early. You know, I can obviously let myself sleep in until like 12 and say, it's fine. I'm working for myself, but I really try to build myself a schedule. So I try to wake up in the morning, check emails, have something to eat, trying to drink water, a lot of water. It's hard. It's hard. (laughs) Um, And then I just kind of brainstorm. I love Pinterest. That's like my best friend. So I go on Pinterest, kind of scroll around, see what I'm going to bake today. And then I go on TikTok to see like, what are some beauty trends that are happening? Um, I actually film basically every day, which is crazy. Um, But sometimes I give myself a break, you know, because sometimes I don't want to have so much makeup on my face. And sometimes I just want to relax. Um, So I think that's kind of like my half a day. And then usually I have meetings, I have Zoom meetings, obviously submitting content, creating the content. So it's also like Instagram content too. Um, Yeah, I think just kind of doing everything in one day is what I'm doing, like every day. Well, and I'm sure, you know, no day is the same as well. (laughs) (laughs) Totally. And I think that's one of the good things about the pandemic. If there, you know, if there are good things about the pandemic, the one good thing is 
um, I guess, reevaluating how we spend our time and setting aside, um, setting aside time for ourselves. A hundred percent. Yeah. That's something that I, now I'm getting, you know, over it, but it was very nice to focus on myself being home. I got to spend so much time with my family. My dog is now attached at the hip with me. Like it's kind of crazy. (laughs) Um, yeah, it's nice. It was nice, but now I'm like, like, I really, I just need to get back to work, you know, like it's hard. I want events. I miss events. And it's crazy because before COVID, I was so tired and burned from it. I was like, oh my God, oh, running from seven events a night, you know? And now it's like, it's Zoom. It's a Zoom event, which is nice, but it's not Mm -hmm. the same. I'm a person like face-to-face kind of person. And so missing that is like probably been the hardest thing for me during all of this. Mm-hmm. Well, I think it's going to be really weird as we, you know, start to transition back into what used to be normal life. Totally. Um, it's going to be a little weird. I, I had a friend tell me that she thought it was so weird. She did a, um, an online uh, networking event a couple weeks ago. And she was saying that, you know, she was obviously meeting strangers through Zoom. And she said, I really <laughs> meeting strangers in real life because that's something that I think you know with the pandemic we've only been really speaking to people in our bubbles right uh, and and conversing with you know people through zoom whatever but that we know right uh, I haven't had the opportunity to really discuss with strangers as much right um yeah it's true yeah I know I'm actually really trying to build a friendships like some friendships through tiktok because I think that's also super cool you know, by commenting and then we follow each other and then, you know, just DMing, that's kind of the closest I've gotten to like new friendships, which is crazy because I am such a social person that this is really hard for me. Um, But it's nice. It's obviously better than nothing. I mean, COVID was really hard on everyone, everyone in any, you know, in any way you put it, it was hard at some point to anyone. And so I'm obviously very thankful to be healthy right now and my family and I, I really hope that people, you know, take care of themselves so we can go forward and really have a normal life, but more cautious kind of thing and self-care. I think that's so important. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's one thing that like I've really learned throughout this whole thing is um, developing a skincare routine <laughs> and like... Welcome. Yeah. Taking time to like read. I used to love reading. And then, you know, you get so busy with work and like, yeah, you have a book that just sits on your shelf for like three months because you (laughs) can read it. And now I've been like, you know what, take the time to read. I know. Um, I actually started listening to books because I, I don't have patience to physically just sit there and read. And I love books. Like it's so interesting to me. And I felt like I'm not reading and I found, you know, audiobook and it's actually saving me because it's amazing. And I get to read books without, you know, the act of sitting there and reading, which I wish I had the energy to do, but I'm like, so like all over the place, my thoughts are running 24 seven. So it's nice to just have it in the back of my head or podcast. Like I'm such a big person to like, listen to things. I love listening. So, oh yeah, they're the best. <laughs> and that's, what's been fun too, is just finding new things. Um, we all like during this whole pandemic. Exactly. (laughs) But, you know, like we were talking about before with um, your TikTok videos, you love to uh, cook. 
you share so many really great, simple, easy recipes that like I never really knew existed. Um, I think today I was just looking earlier, you posted a, I want to say it was like a salted caramel brownie cookie recipe. It looked delicious. Um, Has that been something that you've really uh, been experimenting with during this whole time is cooking, Um, given the extra time like we've all had on our hands? I feel like everybody, you know, has found something they're they're really interested in. Has cooking been that thing for you? Yes. So cooking. Oh, my God. It's so funny to me still like it started. I don't want to say as a joke, but it started as a joke kind of, you know, it was always my hobby. Um, But actually, I feel like, yes, I've definitely gotten more into it during quarantine. It's definitely something that I'm now obsessed with and I love and I really want to kind of explore that field. I think it's super cool and different. Um, I don't know. It's like a new passion of mine now. I love it. And I don't know if you saw, but I also have my should look like this, which also happened by accident, I posted a donut video way back when, when I just started to, and I remember it was blowing up. I got 4 million views on it. And <laughs> I know I can't even process these numbers. <laughs> <laughs> and I just kept on saying should look like this after every step of the way. And my followers were so confused. They're like, what is she saying? What is this? What? Oh my God, she's so annoying. Like, you know, just like really not having it. And instead of letting it go, I continued because I thought it was so fun and catchy and really, you know, it really explains it should look like this, you know? Mm -hmm. And so I continued and now it's like what I'm known for, you know, should look like this is me and I'm very proud of it. I think it's so cool to see the little community I've built of people that are actually so excited about it and comment all the time should look like this, should look like that. And I'm like, yes. (laughs) So it's been really cool, I guess, to even see my community, you know, grow and it's, I'm so lucky. Like, it's crazy. I always manifested that and wanted these kind of numbers, you know, for myself, like it's crazy, but I'm so grateful. Like it's, it's such a crazy journey. I love it. Right. And I'm sure that's so cool. I think with cooking, especially at least for me, cause like I'll see TikToks or I'll see, you know, the Instagram reels, all of that, where you see these quick, easy recipes. And I'm like, Oh, I'm going to go out there and try and remake <laughs> that. And I think that must be so cool as someone creating those videos to see individuals going like the whole, um, the feta pasta thing, whoever started oh <laughs> that, <laughs> what a genius. And to see how like so far and wide that spread, the fact that grocery stores were sold out of feta cheese for like the longest time. Wow. It's crazy. And I think that's just so cool as, uh, you know, someone who's creating that, that content. Yeah. Even. And that's what I say, the power of TikTok. I think it's still very underrated kind of you know brands are still experimenting but the power is real like I have myself sold out products that from just putting it on my face you know and people love it and they just run and buy it and Mm -hmm. I've done it myself too like I see a product that I love and I'm like oh oh my god I need to get it and it's like the next day it's in my doorstep because I need it (laughs) you know so it's crazy definitely and I guess um you know, like, like we were talking about before, it's also new still. And I guess there's such a freedom within 
all of social media right now is that it's just constantly evolving. And especially as new apps like TikTok are coming out um, and there's so many different things you can do with them. What do you see yourself doing with um, like the content you're creating? And do you have any new ideas, plans in the works, um, you know, things you, you really want to work on in the future? Yeah, well, like I said, should look like this. I would really love to develop that into a brand. That's something that I'm brainstorming. Um, Stay tuned. (laughs) But I definitely want to, I want to bring something into the world that is me, you know, like, I feel like the longest time I thought I would have a clothing line, because that's kind of what I was doing on Instagram. And I was, you know, creating all these fashion posts. But now I'm so intrigued with food and the whole industry that I'm excited to explore more. Um, I can't say much, but I'm just really excited to see where it takes me. I'm definitely seeing TikTok as an opportunity for me to do bigger things too. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I'm just here for the journey, you know, like going with the flow and seeing what opportunities I get. But so far, it's been so amazing, so rewarding. I feel like I'm growing within myself. Like, I feel like myself self-growth has been like so incredible which is crazy to think from TikTok (laughs) but you just learn about yourself so much and you learn what you like and what you don't and I'm just I don't know like I'm I'm very excited I'm still very driven to you know do more grow more um create amazing content get it even better you know like seeing what camera can I get to make better photos you know like I'm always evolving and trying to really, I guess, listen to my followers, you know, that's something that I've always done since day one. Um, But take what they have to say to heart, obviously, the positive things. Um, (laughs) And just see where the wind takes me kind of thing. Yeah, I mean, that's a great way to look at it. I think, you know, like we talked about, it's just such a new thing. And so much really depends on what's trending out in the world. And, you know, I guess what videos and content can be created about that. So I think like you said, just sort of run with it and probably not to have a plan is the best plan (laughs) you can have. Have some sort of plan, but definitely go with the flow. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Because, you know, nothing's really certain, especially in that type of industry. And I think there's also something really exciting within that and just seeing where it takes you. So (laughs) well, it'll be so exciting to see, you know, what all uh, will come for you and what you'll do uh, with your platform. But before we wrap, I always like to conclude by asking with this being handling it, Has there been maybe a lesson you've learned throughout this whole uh, content creation process that's really helped you handle your life? I think taking no as an answer, like don't take no as an answer. I think that's kind of thing. Like for me, a no is a boost of motivation. Like I always done it and it's kind of like in the back of my mind, like, oh, they said no. Okay, I am going to better myself. I'm going to grow. I'm going to prove them that it's a yes, you know? And following up, I think that's people forget about that too. Like, follow up. It's okay. People forget people are busy. Like, I am busy. And sometimes if someone DM me and then I like just forget because, you know, your phone gets busy and you're just doing something. And then the next thing you're doing something else. But, I think also being true to yourself, that's something that I 
I always told myself that I'll forever be. I don't care what I'm doing and where I am. I want to be myself. I want my followers to meet me and see exactly what they see on camera in person, you know, because right. we've all had letdowns by people that we looked up to. And it's so sad when that happens. And I just want people to be surrounded by kindness and positivity. So, you know, anything is possible. That's kind of it. <laughs> I feel like I just give so many things, but that that's no, it. that's great. I, I say it all the time. That's one of my favorite sayings is the worst thing somebody can say to you is no. And yes. I feel like we all tend to create so much fear around the word. No, sure. When, you know, at the end of the day, it's, it's not that scary of a thing and it's not that big of a deal. So, um, yeah, I think, you know, with that said, and, and you going into your, the rest of your career and, and working on uh, all the different videos and content you're creating, um, you know, there's so much possibility within that. And yes, that's the really sure. exciting thing. Yes. But, and yes. And where can people follow you on, I guess, all your platforms? <laughs> it's just my name, Donna Hassan. I spell it like Dana. <laughs> I know. I think that's <laughs> the one thing I always have to tell people, but that's what makes me different. So it's just Donna Hassan, double N at the end. But if you type Donna Hassan, I'm sure something will pop up, hopefully. Um, and yeah, you can find me everywhere. I am on YouTube, hopefully bringing more content soon. So stay tuned and Instagram and TikTok for sure. Awesome. Well, Donna, thank you so much for coming on. And yeah, thanks for sharing your story. Thank you so much for having me. This was so fun. Well, I hope you guys enjoyed hearing from Donna and learning about the content she creates. I have links in the episode description below to her social media platforms so you can check them out and see what she's sharing. Thank you to Donna so much for coming on and thank you listeners so much for tuning in. As always, let me know what you thought of our episode. You can reach us on Instagram at handlingitpodcast and feel free to send us a message and let us hear your thoughts and suggestions. I'll see you next week with a brand new episode, but until then, keep staying safe with everything going on in the world right now and keep handling it. I'll talk to you soon.